You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. Bonjour, bienvenue à le Nerdody podcast. Je m'appelle Dan. Je m'appelle Reg. And that's all the French I know. On vache. Uh, 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 in, in cow? By cow. I, by cow. Okay. When we were in school, um, they always used to ask us how we got to school at the beginning of your French class. So it'd be oh, like, gosh. how are you? How did you get okay. by? And I always just try and find weird things to, okay. to say. And my favourite one by far was on vache, which was just it always made me chuckle. And still to this day is the only one I remember out of like any <laughs> mode of transportation. Not that okay. cow is a transportation, but... Why not? It's just, it's perfect. I, I reckon they're stronger than horses. Mm. It's not quite as rapid, but I still wouldn't want to get chased by one. Uh, have you ever seen a cow run? Well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe about, that's the problem. We haven't seen one. I was so about clearly. to make a funny joke about an ex, but I won't. Oh, Boom. oh. <laughs> you, you can do. Just don't mention names. No. no. Okay. I won't. Don't all right. Worry. All right. Well, how are you, Red? Hi, Brown. Now I am good. I am finally sober for the first time in a long while. It's been great. <sighs> wow. So, and yeah. I'm here to witness it. And you are here that's to witness a beautiful the thing. Wow. Why, why, why such an occasion? What's what's so special about this Thursday evening? Um, the fact I'm coming here and so I don't have to drive. I don't have, I don't have a chance yes. to get to the pub. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's just been. It's, so we we come back. Um, obviously uh, from where you've just been. Mm. Um, and we were like, right, we're gonna just get in shape now because all we've been doing is just like eating and drinking, just nonstop. Uh, and the weather's been so nice that I go to pick Ash up mm-hmm. from work and then. I I know the minute Let's go to bar lounge. The, the, <laughs> like, the second that she starts walking up, I'm like, she's not even got gym gear on, and I'm sat there in shorts and like mid with gym gear, like, right, so we're going bar lounge then, and then I have to get changed in the car or just like put my jeans on over it, right. <laughs> and then we just go to bar lounge for the night, um, and it's now become the running joke. So much so that what well, show? So much so that when I, we walked in last time round, they were like, "Hi Reg, hi Ash," she's like, "Not not with you tonight." I'm like. No, not tonight. Ash has got one of the the bartenders, uh, the waiters or whatever they're called, um, on Facebook. Now he came out drinking with us the other night um, <laughs> after it finished. Wow, it, 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 it's all gone a bit weird. That's like, your place, is it? it? It's been a while since like I've had that sort of like norm ev- every night <laughs> so, when you go. Yeah. yeah, when you go in, like when you want to go in, everybody in the collection place. I literally, I didn't even have to walk in before my drink was poured for me. This is bad. I do sound quite like an alcoholic, but it was great. It was just routine every mm. dinner, every straight after work. Oh. And now it just seems And to be then like... bike home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now it's just <clears> a case of I'm only allowed a couple because I have to drive home unless I just leave the car in town like I do sometimes. Mm. Or just get the bus in. Yeah. E- either way, it's all good. Yeah, I I discovered the the magicalness of the uh of the bus to Chester. They do a bus from where I live, which is it's about a 30 to 40 minute drive away, um, all the way to Chester that returns at like half three in the morning. So it's great. I can now come out drinking more. Which I like. <laughs> we, we were speaking to and one... And it's four pounds, Reg. We were speaking to one of our, our old friends that, that you know as well. Yeah. Um, and she lives around the corner from you, apparently. 
not literally around the corner, but like in your vicinity. I thought she lived in Chester. Oh, turns, right. Turns out no. Um, and then she's like, oh, I'm going to have to get a taxi home. And like our couches were full. So we were just like... <laughs> All booked I, out. Yeah, so we were, basically we went out on Saturday because one of the lads came down. Uh, for, oh, up, for, sorry, from Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely forgot that we were like, you can have the spare room. That's fine. Um, and he was like, I just really want to play on your VR. So yes, I'm definitely staying over. And I was like, sound, that's good of me. But still we're not, holding but the we're same not doing drawer, it when, it? We're not doing it when you're drunk because mm-hmm. I want to look after it. So we'll do it when you do your sober. Because you bit. will be sick and fall over. Yeah, which might happen when you're sober anyway. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, basically, we we just we drank until a, 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 the clock. next afternoon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the girl was was she was like, I just need to get a taxi home about like one or something. And I was like, that's about 40 quid. That's that's ridiculous. And she was like, I know, but I need to go home. I was like, well, Dan knows this bus. And she looked at me and just started laughing. And I was like, well, she went, I'm not getting a bus, Reg. And I was like, wow. I was like, it's literally, it's like that three sounds, or four quid. That sounds like the girl I remember. Yeah, you could just get home. And she was like, no, I'm going to sleep on your couch. And I was like, okay. Um, well, you, you can, but the couches are also, t- oh, no, she's passed out. Right. Ace, so looks like no one's sleeping now. <laughs> so, um, so we all got like I, we ended up drinking ourselves sober. We got into that sort of mode, which is right, right, right. Always good, but upsetting when you look at your bank balance the next day. You're like, oh, if, I don't even mind. Like when you're hungover, you're like, oh my god, but that was a good night. Now we were just like sober, like yeah, that's a good night, right? What do you want to do? Drink again, right? Sound. Um, so <laughs> we were doing that. So I stuck the headset on my mate Paul, um, who. Literally, his reactions were like a child. They mm. were the best thing in the world. He was when you put it on. It's like, ooh, ooh, right. wow. By the way, this this is just in case you didn't get enough PSVR talk yeah. two weeks ago. But I, I only want to do one. I just want to do this one story, which is just <laughs> Fine. perfect. Fine. Um, so we put him on everything, and he was like, "The evidence amazing." And then I was like, "Nah," who's terrified of anything, everything. literally anything. I was like, "I mm-hmm. need you to play Russia Blood." Right, and she was like, "Can I watch someone else play it first? And I was like, "No, no. you need to go through it first, otherwise you it's won't just like do a it." Theme park ride, and she was like, "I'm not doing it." So Paul was like, "I'll do it then." So he he came on it, um, and <laughs> literally, it, I've never heard so many swear words strung together in a sentence before, even from yourself, even from he he wow. out he out cursed me, um, and it was ridiculous. But then it got to the stage where he couldn't; he was panicking that much that the things were t- like the Moog controls were turning around in his hand. So he couldn't reload. He was just trying to punch the screen like the bad guys. And then when he realized that wouldn't work, he was like, what's the next best thing to do? Kick. <laughs> so he was then just trying to kick the screen. And I'm try- I was trying to record, but I was too busy laughing to actually get anything from yep, it. Yep. Um, and it was just perfect. But he literally got home. And then he was like, uh, woke up the next morning. He was like, Reg, that was immense. Took a picture, sent it me. And he's bought himself the Oculus Rift. Um <laughs> With like the the touch controllers yep. or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, now I feel really bad for him because he's got the fucking most amazing gaming rig set up because he's proper into Overwatch. Yeah. Um, he's like literally in the top five to three percent on certain characters in Europe. Mm. Like he is fucking on point with his support. And then he sent me a picture of all this with just another picture going like, goodbye at rank. And I was like, <laughs> you've worked so hard for so long to get this rank. Yeah. But then Overwatch VR will come out and it'll oh be happy again. Yeah. But it was just crazy. 
But speaking of crazy, you've been away for a crazy time. Yeah, I went to Disney, Reg. You did go Disney. I got very jealous, but also very annoyed with you. Uh, Why? What did I do? You did one thing, which admittedly was one of the greatest things I have ever seen. (laughs) And I do say this should go viral. Oh, my my It's a Small World video. Fuck you with It's a Small World. (laughs) I haven't put it on the uh, the NerdOD Twitter or anything, so but I will do. It was it was Dan's slow journey through hell, I think is what he put and my it descent into, into my descent into madness. That's it, descent into madness. And I was like, yeah, I started watching it, and I was like, no, I know what this is, so I just watched the video about the sound on the thing. The minute it hit the first bit, I was like, because it's a small... Because no! you were just soundtracking it yourself. No! So I was like, God damn it! <laughs> so then a message one of my mates, and I was just like, it's a small world. And I was like, hard, now it's in your head too. <laughs> and he was like, oh... Oh no! So then he just sent me all the lyrics, and I was like, "No!" And then we waited like an hour or two, and then I just sent him the lyrics, just copy pasted, just repeatedly, and then he left it alone. And then the next day, he started sending me gifs of all the uh, the bits around it. I was like, "No, just leave it be." For God's sake, just wow. leave it be. But it's in our heads, and it's now Brilliant. in people's heads around work who don't even know what it is. Yes. It's, I'm responsible for that. You misery. are responsible for it. It's oh, just been so irritating. Something so satisfying about that. It's really not. It's just horrendous. And now I've mentioned it. Hopefully, people that are listening know it's a small world. Mm. And you, stuck in you, well, you had um, you had on the on our old podcast uh, before the reboot. You had a, a story about ringing up Disney to to sort out your uh, your, oh, your bookings or whatever, God. and they played "It's a Small World" because I remember get getting the the song so I could put it on as background music, and then realised it was like fourteen minutes long. <laughs> it's literally just like the length of the ride and then some it just loops and loops yeah. and loops and yeah I won't do that this time I haven't got a little small world story other than yeah I, I made a video as we went around I was like I'm go- if I'm going to go on this ride which you've got to go on it it's just one of those rides at Disney I'm going to enjoy it somehow and that will be I'm going to make a hilarious video and I was just it was just me enjoying it at first being all smiley and stuff and then slowly uh, you could see me sort of losing the world to live until yep. the point when we emerged into the sunlight and I was happy again. It was just because when I went on it in Florida, mm. like the queue, if you didn't, because I knew we had to do it mm. and I knew it was one of those that I got told, you're not going to enjoy it, Reg, but you've got to go on it. And I was yep. like, okay, so I'll fast pass it. Because <laughs> so the queue, like we did the two in the morning so right. we could fast pass two more in the afternoon. Okay. So I was like, right, queue up for... An hour and 45 minutes. Really? To go on it. An hour world. and 45 minutes. Or do I fast pass it and just walk on? So I fast Five pass and walk on. <laughs> no one goes on it. And I was like, oh my God, what did I do that for? Mm-hmm. But, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Anyway, how amazing was it? How, oh, how it was, good it was, was awesome. It's been a long time since I've been as well. So I think, I think it's about seven, probably seven years, seven or eight years since I last went. I didn't realize it'd been so long. Um, and, when I was I was leaving to go and pick Anne up, um, I grabbed, um, I bought like a stitch bottle top straw thing mm. years and years ago and a lanyard that held bottle drinks. So you like hang it around your neck and you've got 500 mil bottle hanging off with the stitch straw. Yeah, um, okay. And I looked at it and it said 15th anniversary all over the lanyard. And I was like, hang on, we're going, we're going for the 25th anniversary. This is the 25th anniversary this year. So it's 10 years since the first one. Time flies, Reg, doesn't it? It Just certainly flies. does, sir. Yeah. Was um, there much change so, when you went last time to that? Yes. See, this is the thing. So 
I, I mean, you've you've never been, have you? No. Um, I I I really I do recommend going. People kind of slate it, um, and be, you know, everyone says it's oh, it's just the it's the worst one. If you've been to Florida, what's the point? I'm, I totally disagree. It's all the best bits of Florida put into two, well, one big park and one tiny little one, um, plus some extra stuff that isn't in Florida, right. and even things that are in Florida. Some of them are different. You know, mm. I mean, it's small. It's a small world. It's different. It's it's different kind of uh, countries and animatronics and stuff like that. Same idea, but like Space Mountain is a completely different Space Mountain. Totally, totally different. Like it shoots you off in a rocket. It was um, Jules Verne from the Earth to the Moon theme. See, that's where I. That's what when I went on Space Mountain. Mm. That's what I was expecting because I always remembered the advert the ad- for Space Mountain. I was like, probably the Disney. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be amazing, mm. and it was nothing like what no. I've seen on the advert. And, and it's like, not very good. <laughs> <laughs> the Florida Space Mountain is all a bit of a letdown because it's so old, and they just they're never going to get rid of it. Um, and th- to be honest, th- th- this one th- I remember the last time I went, it was a little bit painful. It was a bit shaky and stuff. Um, but they're in the process of going through pretty much all the big rides. And refurbing them, yeah, and not just like I was giving them a lick of paint, like Alton Towers do. It's almost to the extent of the Incredible Hulk at Universal, where they just they t- took every single bit of track apart and, and built it again from wow. from scratch. It's not quite that extreme, but you know, new cars and things like that. So Space Mountain has has new cars, which is so comfortable and so smooth. It was amazing. Plus, it was. Um, it's supposed to have finished, but um, they were doing this thing for the first half of the year called Season of the Force, mm, which yeah. is Star Wars, basically, um, to celebrate the reopening of Star Tours, which is now Star Tours The Adventure Continues, mm-hmm. where now, if you again, if you've ever been to Disney and you've been on Star Tours, which you never went on the original one, you might not appreciate how much better this new version is. Right, okay. It's exactly the same ride. But the video was just old and rubbish, and it wasn't 3D. And I don't know. It was the same every time as well. It's the important thing. Whereas the new Star Tours, it's all in 3D. They've kind of smoothed out the ride a bit. And um, there's, I suppose, is it 90-something, 94 variations on what you can see? 94 combinations of ride. Well, wow. So there's there's essentially four parts that can be different. So there's an intro, and there's two versions of it. There's then a planet that you visit, and there's four of that, four different planets. And then there's a holographic message that you get, which is there's four different carriages you can get. And then there's two finales to like, right, where you okay. go to land. Um, and even each of those, there's apparently little Easter eggs that will pop up every now and again. So one of the intros, Darth Vader comes along, and in one version, he's got uh, Boba Fett sat next to him, and in another one, he hasn't. So if you want to see them all, there's a lot. There's a lot of time. Right, okay. Um, fortunately, we got both intros, both outros, um, three of the four planets, and three of the four holographic messages. We did actually really well, almost getting everything. That, that's amazing. Yeah, we went on it four <laughs> times. Um, we only went on it four. Basically, we got there kind of late in the day. It was maybe about four or five o'clock, but the park didn't shut until 11. Mm-hmm. It doesn't shut until it goes dark because they want to do the big fireworks and projection yeah. show. Um, so we get there and we have a look and that's a short ride, a short queue, you know, like maybe half an hour. It's like, right. Yeah. I really want to go on that. And we go on it. In fact, we got fast passes, but went on it anyway. And then we went off a bit of a walk around and we're like, actually it's time for fast pass again. So we went back on it. And when we went back on it, it broke. It ride finished and we sat there just waiting with the seat belts on. 
going, what's what's happening? And then suddenly this French voice comes over the tannoy and you hear like, technical, and that's the only word you need to pick out. <laughs> Great. And there's a girl behind us and she starts like proper, proper having a fit. Like, you're <sighs> like it's, it's a big, it's a big room. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, they're not having, small, are they? No, she's having this like claustrophobic panic attack and her boyfriend's sitting next to her just like, shaking his head not even acknowledging it and there's a guy the other side going are you okay you're okay she's like needs to get off needs to get off needs to get off and they're english and a boyfriend clearly knows what's going on because he does not care one bit and in the end he just turned around he's like, listen we're in a massive room just just stop it and she stops wow <laughs> but anyway we're, we're sat there for about 20 minutes it's a while and then we get off um, and they're like, okay, so who wants to re-ride uh, as an apology? And we're like, yeah, we'll re-ride. So they bring us back out. And then a guy goes around with these little um, Disney promise passes. Mm. And there's six things on there, um, which we didn't know what they were. And they were like, uh, would you like two two free drinks? We're like, yeah, why not? Okay. So we get a pass to have two free drinks. And it was roasting. It was a good, like, 30 to 35 degrees every day we were there. Um and we had to look through the list, and there was all these sorts of things like a free pin badge or a free balloon. And I was like, oh, pin badges. Well, <laughs> but two free drinks, that was good, because that's, that's about £12, because it's Disney. Um, so we went on it again then. And then the next day, we were there for three days. Um, it was a short queue towards the end of the day, so we went on again. And it, nice. was, it was that good. It was worth four e-rides. Um, and then for Season of the Force, the Space Mountain, which they've just refurbed, they'd done a Star Wars overlay for it called Hyperspace Mountain. Right. Um, which, just as you're going round, there's kind of projections of TIE Fighters and Star Destroyers and X-Wings flying past you. Amazing. And then instead of having... It was the first ride ever to have a soundtrack as well, This that the timed with the ride. Mm. So they just play the Star Wars theme now, and, and the, these cars have got new speakers, so it's blasting out like surround sound, the Star <laughs> Wars theme as you go around, and it's just... It adds, it just music adds something to it. And yeah, it's amazing. Really, really, really good. Um, and then the, 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 I'd say the two rides that are there that are not anywhere else that you really need to experience um, is in the other part. There's this tiny little movies park, uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. Um, and it, you could walk from one side to the other in about three minutes. It is that small. Wow. But it's got a Tower of Terror. It's got Rock and Roller Coaster. It's got the Backlot Tour. Uh, it's got lights, motor action, stunt right. show, yeah. um, and the magic carpet ride, things like that. But then there's a Disney Pixar bit. So there's a couple of little Toy Story rides in a kind of a Toy Story land. And then there's a Find a Nemo-themed roller coaster, which is basically Spinball Wizard inside, in oh, the dark, amazing. with a bit of an intro story as you're going through. So it's called Crush's Coaster. Oh, and, yeah. and the car right. is set up so like you're on the back of a turtle. And it's so good. It, it's like, I mean, Spinball Wizard is amazing anyway. Mm. But imagine this in the dark with all this stuff going on around you. It's so, so good. And that always has like a, a 90 to, to 120 minute queue. Mm. It's huge. No fast passes for it either. Don't know why. This is the most popular ride in the entire place. Yeah, it, it doesn't have any, any way of skipping ride, uh, lines. And then they've just opened the Ratatouille ride a couple of years ago, which... Um, I don't know what you'll have been on that's like it. It's a, basically it's a trackless um, ride. So you, you know these ones that um, in the kind of the fairy tale bit where you, you know where it's just 
animatronic Snow White or it's Peter Pan and stuff like that. You go around mm. in a car. It's like the the next evolution of that. So right, okay. the cars um, are like basically they must have little wheels underneath them, and there's a each one each car has got this thing called LPS in it, local positioning system. So it's like GPS but fine tuned to like a millimeter, and it tracks the cars that's going around and. About six of them will fly off at, one, at once, and they'll go different directions, and they can cross That's over really each other. And it because there's, there's literally just no track; there's just an area they can drive in, and it goes from scene to scene to scene to scene. Um, and it's and even just like the rides, great. The rides in 3D as well. You've got kind of screens, very much like Spider Man. Right, it's okay. exactly like Spider Man, but without the up and down moving cars, just these kind of floating little rats you're in. Um, <laughs> But just watching how it works was just... I was fascinated by it because the, even the stations, it's not like the cars pull up and then stop. Like, they'll kind of come in and they'll just swoop into to the little little station. It's just it's bizarre. can't really describe it. But it's very, very, very clever. Mm. Um, and that, like, Disney are doing that everywhere now. I think it's Tigger's Honey Hunt. No, Pooh's Honey Hunt at Disney World. I, I don't know if that's Disneyland. Uh, the Winnie was, the Pooh ride. There was a Winnie the Pooh ride. I can't remember. I don't think you've gone on it. On it. Uh, I think that's I the think. same type. I think that's the only right. one there that's like that. I think it's just that had like a 240 minute the, yeah. like, yes. thing. It's and we were like, really I'm not popular. doing it in the kids. Partly for that reason, because it's this amazing new track system. But uh, yeah, but the, 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 what I took away from it, like Disney, the, at least Disneyland in Paris, are going all in on blowing Star Wars because even the end show. Um, well, in fact, two, uh, two times throughout, uh, throughout the day, there were these two Star Wars shows in the Hollywood studios. Yes. Um, yeah, where the stormtroopers come marching yeah. in, and then they do this whole like reenactment of a bunch of scenes and things. Mm. Uh, Captain Phasma comes on. Yeah, great. And Chewie and stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and, but then the end show is basically the castle. The, the castle at Disneyland Paris is actually it's one of, if not the best castles, because there's actually stuff in it and under it. Right. So instead of the one at Disney World, which is actually you just walk through the tunnel and you're out, and there's nothing else you can do in it. Well, that's know. where Cinderella's Royal Table, isn't it? All right, yeah. The, so the rest was that upstairs. Mm. Or, no but, ground floor thing. Yeah. You go right, and just go into it. But it's it's not that that big. Whereas this is massive, and there's like a dragon underneath it, and there's Sleeping Beauty walk through above it and stuff, oh, wow. and it looks amazing. But they um they close it off at about ten o'clock. And then people, probably about nine o'clock, start lining the streets. Yeah. Oh, hours before. It's crazy that with parades and stuff they do it, don't yep, they? Yep. It's like, oh my god, the fireworks show. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you can see it from fucking anywhere. Mm. Well, this especially, this time? yes, you could as long as you can see the, the castle, you could see it because basically it's it's just projection mapped onto the castle. So they they show a lot of scenes from movies, which just doesn't really matter where the projection's going on. But then there's a lot of stuff where like Mickey appears at the door and then. And the Rapunzel up here at the top, and let her hair down, and things, and he'll climb up, and it's it's it was really really good, and all this time with fireworks and fountains and things. Yeah. But most Disney parades and shows, it's like, well, they just go through all the Disney animated stuff, don't they? It's very rare they tend to focus on something else. But it, it started off showing, um, so it's Mickey, and then it showed uh, Little Mermaid. And then went into Finding Nemo, which, okay, straight away they, they're doing a bit of Pixar. Then went into Pirates of the Caribbean. So oh, that was yeah. awesome, playing all the music and, like, well, the re- just re- pirate the, flag. The one in Paris, haven't you, as well? It, yeah, it wasn't open yet. It was, it was closed to be uh, right. redone. Oh, good. Um, 
and then it goes into Beauty and the Beast, but the new live action version, which oh, seemed yeah. really, really bizarre and quite current, and then went into Star Wars. And right. I and again, I'm not even exaggerating. Everyone went mental. As soon as like everyone's like, wow, the entire street. Yeah, it was so good. Like the Millennium Falcon just flying along the front of the castle. Uh, it's just amazing, absolutely amazing. But we were on this little section. There's a, a kind of a little. Um, it's like a roundabout, but there's three little garden sections in it, and you and pavement throughout uh, throughout the middle of it. And loads of people sit there. So we got there about an hour early. I managed to get a seat there. Um, and then slowly but surely, people kind of start walking in and trying to fill the little gaps and stand stand up so they can see the uh, the castle. And this group of, I think they sound. I mean, they they sounded like kind of Spanish or something that sort of area started shouting and chanting, please sit down, and started berating anyone who would walk in and stand up. Because our little section was all sat down, and everyone could see the castle perfectly. And I'd mm. said a bit earlier to, to Anna, I was like, if everyone just agreed to sit down, you know, every, it, it'd be great for everyone. We could all relax, you know, but everyone's going to stand up, aren't they? But no, these kids are going to make sure that That's no amazing. one, no one stood up, except this one woman. Like, she was... She was adamant she was not going to sit down. She's like, I'm not being told by a bunch of school yeah. kids to sit down. And even a couple of people went up to her, and there was an, almost a full-blown argument trying to get her to sit down. And at this point, like, it's just she couldn't back down. <laughs> so it was the entire That's thing. Ridiculous. She was stood there with her arms crossed, just staring at the castle, enjoy. Well, probably not enjoying it. Yeah. Probably just like tastes like ashes in my mouth. No. Uh, but yeah, that was that. But the the big the, the biggest problem. So this was like the holiday consisted of three days of Disney and then four days of Expo with every last bit of Paris that we could squeeze in in the evenings. Mm. Okay, so there was a lot a lot going on. There's a lot of walking, a lot of standing up. It was roasting hot, um, and even like the second. So that we we like so we got to Disney at about four or five o'clock in the afternoon on the first day. The second full day second day which was the full day we got there we got to the park like for opening like about half past nine and then um because it doesn't close till 11 we were there right the way through and you just at a certain point you just well, I need to stop my, my feet are gonna fall off it's too hot <laughs> <laughs> i've been queuing all day but you have to stay to the to the show at the end yeah you do and then you get home and you don't get home until about like half midnight one o'clock and then you sleep and or not as the case uh, may be for Anne who because apparently I snore so badly oh yeah yeah so um, even though she stayed stayed in the same room with me before and um, managed to sleep so I thought she'd have learned to maybe bring uh, yeah, earplugs yeah earplugs just anything but no um, so yeah we had like three days of that and then I moved hotel up to more the north side of Paris, um, so we were close to the expo, and then had four days of that. And the good thing about that, we kind of hit this this compromise of, I need to get there, I need to get up at like seven, I need to get there for eight, because I need to queue uh, to get in, and then run to the sign-in bit, and queue for tickets there. Because the first day, we got there for opening, and I went and queued up. And it's basically, they have four queues, um, and there might be about... 40 different things having having signing sessions or photo sessions throughout the day but they're not 40 queues so each queue will have like 10 different characters characters 10, 10 different um guests right so if you want someone who's quite small and there's probably not that many people are going to want to 
see them, but they they've got the same queue as the guest of honor. You wow. you've got to get in that queue with with everyone else. How crazy! So it is an absolute pain. When we got there, you know, we get we arrived for nine o'clock. Didn't get in till about quarter to ten because you know you got to get through security and then get through tickets, and then managed to get to the signing bit for about ten. And the queue was humongous. So I, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, um, but he's the um, the I can't remember, the brand director I think of Final Fantasy. Um, he was there, and I was like, "I want to get a signature." I was gonna, I was gonna give it you actually, but um, I got in the queue, and about probably about a hundred people from the front, they went, "No more." Oh no way! I'm like, oh, and I'm like standing next to Anne, who's been there with me in the queue for an hour. Going, she's like, "What's that?" I was like, "Oh, nothing." No, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't tell it was in French, so I just thought, I'll just pick someone else when I get to the front, so she doesn't realise. No, no, so no. yeah, just it was the. Um, I didn't bother going in the end, but um, one of the the lead designer on the Romper um, franchise mm. was doing a sign-in. So, oh, that'll, that'll be good. I'll get a signature from him. But couldn't be bothered in the end. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it, basically, I went with someone who has was quite interested in seeing a lot of the crazy, as he put it, crazy Japanese stuff. And then also some of the kind of the acts like the drummers and you know the artists and all that sort of stuff and just seeing what she's seen i don't think he's ever been to a comic-con before so probably wasn't right. didn't know what to expect um and definitely not been to anything like this <laughs> um and the first thing we went to was um a group called the world standard um who are an idol group so these five girls range from like 15 years old to 20 years old um and they come on stage wearing these dresses that have got um basically plastic um like pastries stuck all over them and baguettes through their hair like the proper like we're performing in paris we're gonna let's go stereotypical (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and uh, like you know pink and pastel blue and everything like it was proper bright and then start singing all these these you know really high-pitched high-speed songs and we um we we didn't even get there that early because it was the first thing the first thing on this stage in the day um it had like a stage and then a big walkway that came out into the crowd and it was seated this bit so there were seats at the side of the walkway and then the main rows we managed to get a seat right in the front section and it turned out this was a section with all the non-japanese woters who i recognize from every single thing i ever go to they're always there and they know all the chants, they know all, everything. And so that was that was the first thing she saw. The song started, and they're, they're off with the light sticks. Like, worse than me. Right. I'll join in, but not quite that bad. Um, so, yeah, by the end, she was like, that was interesting. Like, yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, so much so that the second day, um, I think I tied her out on the first day, so she literally didn't get out of bed. I was like, well, I'm going to get up at 7. I'm going to go out for half 7, be there for 8. Um, do, you, you can just turn up when you like. She's like, okay. I think it was about 3 or 4 o'clock. She's like, yeah, I'm not coming. I'm like, no, I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> and then she came on the Saturday and came at the end of Sunday. Um, but also, last thing I'll say on all this. So on the Friday, um, completely separate to Japan Expo, there was a, a gig on um, in town. There's a, there a, basically this kind of, underground like the kind of weird like metally idol group um called necronom idol um and they are they're 
really, really good. I really, really like them. But um, they were playing a gig. They were doing a European tour, and they just happened to be playing Paris on the Friday night, which is the same weekend as the festival. And it was this uh, this this uh, thing called uh, Music Music of Japan Festival, uh, Nihon no Ota. Um, so I got tickets for that. Got VIP tickets. So we we'd get in a bit early. We get signatures and on like a poster and get uh, photos. So I think, in fact, it was the day that she didn't go out. So we went for dinner. And then went out to that and got there. And it was in the back of this bar in this tiny little sweaty room that just stunk of stale beer at a little stage. <laughs> um, and I don't know, it was it was odd. She kind of stood on the wall watching most of it. I kind of went into the crowd a little bit. And there's probably only about, I don't know, maybe 80 people there, maybe 100 max, absolute mm. maximum. 80 is probably an exaggeration, to be honest. Right. Um, but again, a lot of them were real hardcore fans shouting out everything. A lot of them were very drunk. People were trying to crowd surf and like, okay, let's say there were 80 people crowd surfing on 80 people. That's, that's difficult mm. to the point where one guy got dropped on his head. And I was like, oh, oh dear Lord. God. Yeah. That, that was, that was one of her biggest memories of it. In fact, she said that like that, that guy, I heard the sound of him hitting his head, and I was like, "Yeah, I was standing right next to it." Oh, <laughs> nice, but um, yeah, I got a checky and everything. So that's a, a, a an Instax like a Polaroid. Mm. So that was fun, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know whether she'd go back. I haven't really asked her yet, but um, not. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I knew you would. I was very intrigued because yeah. I went. Have you listened to anything? She went. I've not really done much because I don't want to like prejudge. Well, I don't think right. she. I, I mean, and I, I never thought she'd want to go for that for the music side of it and and that's i mean to, for me that's 50 percent of why i go the other half like it's just it's a really good comic con it's not it's weird it's not all i mean it's a lot of japanese stuff but it's um it's just like a it's just a, a comic con basically mm. um and a lot of the stuff there i'm interested in seeing and potentially buying so it's a it's a good one to go to i i had no problem filling four days up i genuinely didn't um which I think when we've been to like an MCM in the past, you get you to maybe yeah exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, it's in two two weeks, three weeks. MCM Manchester, right? Okay. Yeah, um, and uh, David Hayter's been announced. Mm. Yeah, get a bit of solid snake action. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that was the convention and everything anyway. So that was great. And then we also just went into Paris and uh, on, on a lot of the evenings and just had a mooch around, went to look at the tower as you do, look at um, uh, Notre Dame and stuff. Um, and on the Saturday night, so we're flying back on the Monday, we had the hotel booked, you know, right the way through, and we went to uh, the Louvre, and it was sunset, and it was really nice seeing the pyramid with the, like, the sunset behind it and everything. And as we kind of walked out of that little square, this, we saw this big posh hotel called hotel de louvre and she went but that's expensive and i was like i wonder how much it is and went on on my phone and i was like yeah it is really expensive although yeah we could actually like we could stay in paris for about about 40 quid each there's, there's some nice hotels here for about 80 quid for the night like we've got most of the next day um with nothing to do until the flight so we were going to try and come into paris but that's like half an hour on the tube so 
do you want to just get a hotel in Paris? She's like, yeah, go on. So we got this really, really nice hotel, about a 10-minute walk from the Louvre, because it was like literally really last minute. It was like 80, 90 quid, something like that. 90 quid, I think it was, um, with a free mini bar and all sorts of stuff. Ooh, free mini bar. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, And this, I, I don't think she believes me, but I swear this is entirely true. The hotel we got happened to be in the middle of the kind of the Asian district. There was loads of no. loads of Japanese and Korean restaurants um, and I like, genuinely had no idea I mean we didn't go to any so maybe that says it says it all if if I'd have planned it I'd have been like oh well we've got to go to this restaurant like we walked past an Okonomiyaki restaurant and we didn't go Reg oh. yeah exactly um, but the, the next morning we get up and we find that we have this little map in the room and it says what's close by and there was uh, the world's biggest lint chocolate shop so she's like, I want to go there. I want to get some souvenirs. Like, okay, right, cool, sounds good. So we go off walking. We're walking past all these restaurants and one. And we walk through this little kind of arcade. Um, and there's like a, a Studio Ghibli uh, shop. Not an official shop, but just one with a window full of all these Ghibli kind of little knickknacks and stuff. Like, oh, this is this is great. And then we come out of that. And we turn the corner. And I, I, like, I look up. And I just, I was gobsmacked i can't even think of the words to use now reg there's a book off what book right if you got if you followed any of my my japan adventures book off i will spend most of my holiday planning around where there's a book off like if i'm going somewhere try on google maps is there a book off nearby yes worth going to it's basically a second-hand book cd game dvd um shop um, but it's amazing. It's so cheap, and they have they have everything you could ever want. It is incredible, and all this secondhand stuff is like new because Japanese people just look after their stuff. It's so so good. And there's one in the middle of Paris, and we were staying around the corner from it, and we happened to walk up this road, round this corner, and there it was. And genuinely, I had no idea. I did not. I, why, why would I think to look yeah. for one no, in Paris? I was going to say, I didn't even... So, yeah, I went in and I was like, oh, it's just going to be French books, mostly. But then you go upstairs and they've got a Japanese music section. They've got a Japanese manga section. Oh, this is when you sent me the picture of the Full Metal Panics. No, no, that was at the thingy. That oh, was right, at, that's um, the at the expo. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this, I don't understand what, why this is here. Like... Why? Why is there a second-hand bookshop selling second-hand Japanese books and CDs? I don't understand it. I, I don't care. <laughs> like, it's it's here. I'm I'm here, and I was like, like, give me give me ten minutes. She's like, oh, I'm going to wait in the air, under the air conditioning. Yeah, great. And I was just was mind blown. It's like this is incredible. And they had a K-pop section as well, and with some really cheap stuff. So I got a couple of CDs. It's great. And got a nice little kind of book off bag as well. So that's going to be my uh, my like shopping bag now. It's great. I'm very mm. happy. Um, but yeah, that, in fact, that's, so that's not the end of my story. So we were staying in in the middle of Paris, and the entire week it had been like thirty five degrees. It'd been lovely, um, and we she really wanted to go. And um, in fact, so there's a bridge in Paris where people put padlocks on with little yes. messages written on them like you know Reg and Ash forever and all that sort of stuff Lacey's in Paris as Reg and Ash did when they went on their, their anniversary trip um, and um, when they set, put the, the lock on they, Reg and Ash knew that I was going um, 
And we're like, oh, we'll, we'll show you where it is, and you can find it, and then you can send us a picture, and that'll be great. And we forgot about it, to be honest, but then we, we're walking along, we're walking across, and I was like, oh, what, this lock bridge. Oh, okay. All right, let's try and find it. So I was like, I'm going to try and, like, video call you. So this was, in fact, the night that Reg was out very drunk, was it not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I got first hand how drunk he was. So he video, I video called him, and he's like, oh, oh, I'm going to go outside. So, right, it's find this sign, and then you're going to find this big lock, and the big lock, it looks like this big lock should not be there, but it's, th- but it's there, and it's, it's behind that. Okay, there's a sign. <laughs> My instructions that's, are amazing. That's quite a big lock. Right, so we're looking around it, and he's like, yeah, thing is there, thing is there. And I'm showing him the video of it. Yeah, thing is there. Have you got a photo of it, Reg? He's like, yeah, I've got a photo. Oh, just send me the photo. So we hang up, and he sends the photo. And it's not there at all. It's like... It's nowhere near it's, it. No, it's about, like, five fence sections away. And I find the big lock that you're talking about... It looked nothing like the heart thing. It's not a big lock. No, it was a bike it's lock. It's a bike lock. Yeah. It's one of those big metal, like, horseshoe bike locks. <laughs> well, it was a big lock. A, was I not? I'm not mistaken. I might have been yes, drunk and not. But the words, on. the words "bike lock" would have been immediately. Oh, there's a bike lock because there's only one bike lock on the whole thing. Right. Okay. But brilliantly, because of that, because it was next to a bike lock, we found it and sent you a picture, and it was, it was awesome. And um, and I was like, oh, in fact, well, no, there's no reason. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know whether to talk about this because it was a surprise, but there's no way her. Her parents are going to listen to this. Um, she, uh, for their anniversary, it's their 40th anniversary. She's like, I'm going to get a lock and I'm going to put it on there. I'm like, well, where do we buy locks from? And near the lock, the lock section, uh, the these men selling selfie locks. Stick, selfie stick. Yeah, those guys. Everybody wants a selfie stick. Those guys. Um, uh, they were like, lock, lock. We have. I have a lock. You want to buy a lock, lock? Like, no, no, no. And we said no so many times and told them to go away. Well, not, not quite in so many words, but um, that when she decided, oh, I want to get a lock, actually. I'm like, come on then. She's like, oh, no, I've, already, I've just been rude to him. I can't go. <laughs> we go and buy a lock off him. I'm not buying a lock off him. If you want a lock, go and buy a lock. So we didn't. We, we left. And then the next night, we were back and we're like, right, let's go and find a lock. So we found a little shop, a little man, old old man selling locks. And he gave us a pen and everything. Right. Probably, yeah. yeah. The little, along the side of the river, there's all these little kind of dark green uh, boxes. wooden boxes. Yeah. And basically, they're little shops. Some of them like selling books, some are selling key rings. And they just, they, they hire them out, they flip them open, and there's all their stuff for sale. So we bought a lock there and went and, you know, put it on, made a little video and everything. Um, and then we're like, right... It's getting a, actually a bit a, a bit cooler now, and there's a big, scary, dark cloud. So I think it's it's going to rain tonight. Let's go and get a drink and um, and have a sit down. And we sat at the side of the of the river under this shelter uh, by side by side of the road by the side of the river, um, and ordered some drink and ordered some something quick to eat. And then within about five minutes, I sat there. It starts raining. Like, okay, yeah, we thought it was going to rain. Then it really starts <laughs> raining, like Florida rain. Because you phoned me, didn't you? Yep. Well, you FaceTimed me again, and I like, think I was right, Reg, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> and it, oh, my word, it was horrendous. People, like, were walking past just, it was like they were just wearing cling film because it was just, all their clothes were see-through. Um, people wearing plastic bags on their heads. There was this one guy who, his bike was, his his, his motorbike was parked right next to the the, the restaurant, and he just stood there staring at his bike, like looked so miserable. <laughs> I don't want to get on this bike, but he was drenched, oh, absolutely drenched. God. Um, and it was so like thunder and lightning and everything. 
Um, and this went on until 6am. <laughs> Oh, so no. it wasn't me that kept her up this time. It was the thunder and lightning, so I was quite happy. Nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I had to get an Uber. It was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was our last night in Paris. But, yeah, so there we are, Reg. Amazing. The end of my saga. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. But, in, in, in fact, the end of the France saga. So I got back, and I'd... About three or four weeks before um, going, um, a thing popped up, popped up on Facebook on Picture House by Fact. So in Liverpool, there's an art gallery called Fact, and there's a Picture House cinema in there. And they often show loads of weird and wonderful films. And there's a... Um, have you ever seen uh, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time? Yes. Um, Summer Wars, any of them? Not seen so I've no. seen The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. So the guy who, who made those, uh, one called Wolf Children, made one um, a few, couple of years back called The Boy and the Beast. Um, and when I went to Japan last year, it was it just came out on DVD and it was it was everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And I remember getting this map of Shibuya because it's set in Shibuya and it's all proper real world, like as accurate as it could be. I remember getting this map saying, "Oh, this is where this scene is. This scene is," and I'd never seen it and I didn't know anything not that much about it. But I love his other films. I've been dying and dying to see it. And it never really got released over here, but they were showing it as a one-off as part of this culture shock season. And, uh, and my dad likes coming to these things with me. We've been to a few now. Um, so I was like, right, I land at 4.30 and it's on at 6.30. It's possible. I can make this. I'm going to put the tickets and give them to my dad. If I make it, I make it. If I don't, he can go on his own. If the flight's delayed, oh, well, <laughs> I won't get mm. to see it. Um, the flight was delayed half an hour. I managed to drop Anne off, meet my dad at mine, race to Liverpool, park up, and then get into the cinema. And I tweeted them before and said, do you know what time the film's actually going to be on? They were like, oh, it's 10 to. It's all right. You've got 20 minutes of adverts. Like, okay, we can make it. And we get there about quarter to. It's like, brilliant. Five, five minutes. And they have this room downstairs, this cinema called The Box, which is couches. Um, it's just big, big cinema screen and couches. It's really comfy. Um, and I think I watched The Wind Rises there, one of the Ghibli ones. So they often put them in, in that, that screen. And the ticket said The Box on it. So we walk up to the box and the doors are shut. Okay, well, yeah, the trailers are on. So we we go in, we open up the doors, it's pitch black and there's stuff going on on the screen, like obviously adverts and trailers. And there just happens to be one couch right by the door that we can sit on. Oh, thank goodness. All right, we sit down and we start watching it. And it's like, I don't know what language it was in, like Romanian or something, but it was like, it, it was in a, it was in a gig in a bar and there was this foreign music and this foreign band singing, whatever. And we thought, oh, this is just some weird little advert or trailer or something. They often show little short films because mm. they're that sort of arty sort of cinema. So we sat, sat through that, and it was only another minute or two. And then that finished, and then that scene finished, and then they, the two the characters from the band started talking. It was subtitled. Like, something doesn't feel right here. I'm just going to go and find out we're in the right right screen. So I get up and walk out and go up to the, the front desk. I said, um, is is uh, The Boy and the Beast still on in the box? And he went, oh, no, it's been moved to screen three. I'm like, oh, great, <laughs> great, okay. Moved it. So I kind of opened the door again, disturb all these people. I'm like, wrong screen, Dad. Or, oh, okay. So we got out again. People must have hated us. But also must have thought something really weird was happening when two guys walk in like an hour into this. Yeah, film. I'd be like, ah, perfect. Yep. So we go upstairs and we're about we're about to go in and give the tickets to the guy and the guy looks at the tickets and he's like, nah, nah. 
oh wait no yes moved hasn't it so he must have read the box and gone you're in the wrong yeah, place and i'm going oh no you're in in here and we walk in and it's half empty <laughs> like nice. great and then two or three minutes later the film starts Perfect. Um, yes but I, I will say absolutely amazing his, mm. his, his best one oh, really, really really good like but the film finished and my dad was like that was one of the best films i've seen in a long time that's maybe top five it's so so good it's just about this human boy who runs away from home because his mum and his mum dies um and the family want him to kind of you know be the head of the house and grow up and everything and he's he's miserable so he runs away and finds himself in this weird land filled with beasts that's kind of down this side street in shibuya and then becomes the apprentice of a uh a giant kind of beast this kind of bear guy um who trains him up to be a master uh like martial artist um it's it's very weird it sounds, <laughs> it sounds bizarre but it was amazing really 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 good can't recommend it more um mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was my adventure right up to present day. Oh, no, I went to visit Steve. Steve's bought a house. Yeah. 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 Just, I can't believe it. I, I didn't realise that actually happened. Yeah, like, it happened. I've seen him go like, oh, my God, I put bids on this. Look how amazing it would be. And then mm. the next thing is he started sending us pictures of him in the house um, doing Alexa shit. Yeah. Oh, he has a thing, the uh, living, living in the future. future. Which, yeah, there'll be lots more of them. They'll be coming. He's going to launch it on uh, on the NerdOD Twitter at some point, I think. Um, but um, he, he's got some entertaining stories about this whole house buying process, though, which next time he's on the pod, I'll, I'll make sure he tells you. Like, being petty over about 84p, it's hilarious. Oh, wow. <laughs> this, like, £85,000 house. 94p was or something was the sticking point but it's for good reason this isn't just steve being steve this is good reason oh right okay. this guy deserved everything he got the guy selling it right but anyway i'll let him tell that when he's on the next pod um but what did we do yesterday reg uh i worked you yeah, yeah. Off? yeah 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 i went to ikea that was nice oh mm. do you get some meatballs mm. i didn't get meatballs so never never Ever had IKEA meatballs? Have you not? Never. I thought that's like a thing you have to do when you go to IKEA. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been hungry when I go. I mean, I know it takes like seven hours to get round it, so you'd think at some yeah. point you'd be hungry, but no, never. Never, that's never, never. Yeah, yeah. You didn't get any dime cake or dime? No, I bought a picture frame and um, some cutlery for work. That was it. I was looking for a bookcase and I couldn't see anything good enough. Right, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's a long way to go. Just no, to well, it's on the way back from Steve's. Right, okay. Uh, on my way back towards Chester so I could meet up with you so we could go and watch Spider-Man. Spider-Man does whatever spider can. I prefer Spider-Edge. Spider-Edge. Mm. Because it was that fucking good, I put my <laughs> name on it. Wow. Wow. Literally. Wow. I, all day today I've been smiling. I, I genuinely, genuinely mm. loved that Spider-Man film. Really good. Homecoming was just perfect. I'm going to say something now, though, that's going to be controversial then. It took me a while to get into it. Mm. I, I loved it by the end of it, don't get me wrong. And I, I really loved the idea that they were not going to do an origin story again. Mm-hmm. That it was just like, look, you know it. We're not even going to explain it. We're just going to throw you straight into it. You've had a little bit of a like a kind of a backdoor intro through Civil War, but 
we're just going to put you straight into it. And I don't know, it beca- I think because it was so different to most Spider-Man movies, it it totally took me a while to kind of get used to what it was. Mm. Um, and I don't know whether it was then because it became more Spider-Man-y towards the end, you know, as it builds up and there's all the fights and, you know, the big finale. Maybe that was what what got me more into it. I don't know. It was a lot, a lot of Peter Parker at first. Yeah, being, but I, I loved the, the idea good of him. Peter Parker, oh, totally. Not, best, best e- Peter even Parker though, because I was trying to explain it with one of the lads in work, we were talking about it before, and I was saying, even though every, literally every incarnation of Peter Parker that's been on the mainstream mm. has been mopey, mm. even Tom Holland was like, oh, but I'm ready. No, oh, let me do that. Let me do that. Let me do that. Yeah, but wasn't. But, but he wasn't. No. He wasn't like, oh my god. He was so me. like, like it's he just was just the, he the was phone calls he make to happy country. He goes, so yep. Whenever you need me, I'm ready. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But he was. He I put a note on a bike. Brilliant at it. <laughs> yeah. And there was those little touches where it was yeah. just like he has just started off, and this is what because I was the same as you to begin with. I started watching it. and I was like. Right, it's going to be, I know everyone's been like, it's the best thing ever. So in my head, I'm like, I've overhyped this yeah, to myself already. Yeah, yeah, So when I started watching it, I was like, right, okay, then. So he's cool. I'm like, yeah, he's a kid, he's 15. Mm-hmm. So there's not really going to be But you believe like, it. A lot of Finally, stuff. you believe it. Yeah. But but the thing is, <laughs> it goes through and it, 40 he is, year just, old he is woman, just a kid. What's his name? And yeah. it, it's because he is just a kid. When you finally click, click into it, like, you're like, Right, brilliant, because he wouldn't be amazing at doing all these fancy things and no. he wouldn't always be here, there, and everywhere. He's literally just high school spy, Pete Parker, mm-hmm. and it's done so well where you're like, yes. If, if finally everything correct. makes sense in a Spider-Man movie. You haven't got this, this, this genius guy who can make this amazing suit. You know, Tony Stark's made it. Yeah. <laughs> like, this kid is, is clever, but he couldn't have made, you know, what he needed. Which he doesn't. He, 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 you know, when he actually, you've seen it in the trailer. When he has to go back his to his old suit. homemade suit, it looks rubbish. Yeah, but it, it's just, yeah, it really was brilliant. It, like the 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 final battle, the, that maybe the last half hour was absolutely brilliant. From the moment that the twist happens, mm. which we won't spoil this. No, but I was saying to to think, yeah, I called that. I was saying to, to Mike and work. All right. Uh, only because on one of the trailers or one of the, um, I don't know if it was like an interview with Tom Holland who's like, oh, here's like a little bit a of clip. the film right. and stuff. They show that scene when oh, they, really? they're doing the, they, he's cutting up and he's like, so you better look after and they're, they're having a conversation. Oh. And I was like, all oh, right. Oh, okay. So, so right. they, so they know that they know. Yeah. Right. That's, oh, that's the only thing that got spoiled for me. Mm. But at the same time, I genuinely didn't care because how brilliant was Michael Keaton as the vulture? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. that was incredible. I I like it when they they don't make a big deal about uh, a character being like, you know, it's the vulture. It's not. It's a guy. Yes, <laughs> and he he he's happens to nicknamed, have, but he's have nicknamed this... the wingman, like for for most of all the man with wings or the flying man, <laughs> and like they do use the vulture in it. Yeah, exactly. Is, but they but never they, they, never they don't like exactly. He was like messed over by the government, so he decided to get his own vengeance. Yeah, and there's no one knows who he is. He's just. Mm. It's some, like some I dude. suppose it's like you know like crossbones in in um, civil war and everything. It, they don't they don't refer to him as crossbones it's no. just it's a character and you're like oh i know who that is yeah um, and there's there's so many like shocker with like the yeah i, I was exactly. like oh no they're gonna do 
that because obviously he is like the yellow, but the dampeners. Mm. I thought that was an awesome little touch mm. that having the yellow thing. And there's other people in it because I don't know how much we can spoil with it. I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't want to. It's still too too new. Any, I mean, everyone surely everyone's going to go and see it. Um, a lot of people haven't seen it yet, though. Like, have you ever seen the the box office? Mm. At least in the UK, Every, it, all, the whole box office is down. It's not that Spider Man is way under what they thought it's just it's been so warm apparently this is what the analysts are saying yeah that people aren't going to cinema i know it's i weird, mean it was quite it? empty when we went to see it and this was you know on on a wednesday when it's Big two time, for one yeah. and it was nine o'clock at night um but yeah it's it worldwide is still performing amazingly it's number one everywhere but it, it yeah it just hasn't quite done what they thought it was gonna for opening but I think it'll be one of those, like, the way you ever read Box Office Mojo, it's quite interesting how the the analysis of uh, and their estimates and stuff of what they think is going to happen, like, the you know, the drop-off at week two and things like that. Mm. And it's amazing how accurate they can get. Like, it's incredible. But they're talking about, you know, well, the drop-off, we don't expect it to be that much because pe- people want to see this. People are just waiting yeah. So hopefully that's the case. I, w- I was buzzing off and like, Ash wouldn't actually shut up about it. The annoying thing was, so we've literally just had a week mm. of just going to bed at like daft o'clock, like every single night, mm. starting from Friday. It's just been a case where we've like went set the alarm. It's like, you have three hours and two minutes left. And you're like, oh, I've got work yeah. in the morning. No, that's not good. That's not good. So last night I was said to you, and I was like, I'm, I genuinely can't. I said if it was only because the case of there was so much stuff going on that film that I was beaming from here to here, yeah. and I just fell, fell asleep. So I was like, I just need to go home and sleep. So then we got home and literally closed the front door, and I went right to get my shoes on, just went straight up to bed, and I was like, I'm just going to bed. So I was like, right. And got on the covers. Ash literally jumped in the bed and she's like, Right, so what did you reckon you meant by? And she just wouldn't shut up about the film. And another hour later, I'm like, Oh my gosh, right. like, can you believe that this is this? This is what I reckon. I'm like, Right, <laughs> amazing. Why don't Good you theories. tell me tomorrow? Because that would make sense. <laughs> uh, some were brilliant. Some I think she just got over. Uh, the thing I love about Ash is if Ash knows I'm really into something, she will try her best to enjoy it. And it's like. And sometimes you can tell she's not trying. So yeah, so sometimes like she's just really into just, it. Like yeah. with Thor, she like her first proper <laughs> yeah, Marvel true. film with us lot mm. was was apart from the Avengers in America. It was it was Thor. Oh yes. So she was like, "Oh my god, Thor! Thor's amazing!" And she was like, "You like Marvel? I like. Th- I, I want to go see it." And then she watched it. She was like, "Oh, that film was brilliant!" And she just instantly mm. was like, "I don't really give a shit about the others, but any Thor film, I am." down for yeah and then we to start the point now that it's like every, every present i buy her seems to be thought thor themes yeah so ho- hopefully she's still that's <laughs> into she, she's still really it's like she's she can't wait for ragnarok and whatnot good that was the other so the the one thing which again i don't want to spoil but obviously everyone knows she will have a, a cameo in it what and spider-man and obviously every other marvel film that's ever been done oh stan stan okay so can we just just say the fact that I. This is a spoiler, so maybe just if you if you don't want to know anything about anything at all, just skip by for like three minutes. Okay. So, he's got a name of Roger, because the woman who's across the street was like, right. "Hey, Roger." So he's not Stan Lee. Okay. I automatically assumed that he was because he's up with the Watchers and right. he's like, and whenever, like okay. I, I always thought uh, right. he's playing Stanley. He's Lee. actually Stanley. No, but um, he's not. He's just a random guy called Roger. 
and in this, yes, that, that blimp, no, but he's he's mm-hmm. confirmed he's yeah. he is the same character, yeah, in all of them. Okay, so he's just Roger, some random guy who's awesome at traveling around doing shit. That to me was just, I was like, <laughs> that's amazing. That was like one of the highlights of everything. I didn't even notice because he's got his name and everything. He's yeah. called Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mental, yeah. absolutely mental. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so that was that was insane. Um, but yeah, so I was really excited, and I, I, yeah, I can't even ruin that bit as well because there's another bit. I was like, oh, because I've been reading lo- loads of things about it about a character reference you mean it's so what a relation what, to a character well that yeah. but the suit at the end oh, okay. is something completely different yes it's only when i was like oh of course and it's it's another suit which i won't go into no, but then a I new also, suit that tony's made yeah. yeah and there's just there's so much stuff that i really really want to talk about and it's mm. so annoying we can't but i love that he he literally has the mindset that we would all have in this film. Yeah. I think that's what's so yeah, good. Yeah. Because when he gets it, he's like, I've got it. You've seen I can do it. Yeah. Let me go full, full balls to the wall. I, I want to go off and do it. And he's like, do you want to take off training wheels protocol? He's like, uh, yeah, I do. And like, Karen is by far one of the best characters <laughs> ever <laughs> in the Marvel. She's just amazingly good. And she's like, Activate Le- uh, Instakill. Yeah. He's like, whoa, Karen, no! What is it with you and Instakill? What's your name? I don't have a name. I'm yeah. going to call you Karen. And it's just like all the little like Easter eggs inside it and like little yeah, like yeah, yeah. jobs at the other films. Like, now's mm-hmm. the best time to kiss it. And it's like yeah. little things like that. It's just, it was Did, did you done. notice that as well? Perfect. So in the trailer, there's a bit where uh, he kisses, is it Liz? Is that yes. her name? Uh, she, well, she kisses him at the prom. That's like in the film. Yeah, he. I think he went online to defend the scene, but because I hadn't seen the film, yeah. I didn't want to know what what scene had, was missing from it, right, so right, I right. didn't watch it. Um, I didn't see it until then. Yeah. But is that the scene? See, see that quite a lot, though. They seem to. That seems to happen quite a lot. Mm. Where there's like, oh, it's in the trailer, but then we cut out the actual movie. But but the good thing is, though, it just means that they're not showing off the best bits in the trailer. Mm. If this almost did, though, I, yeah, I do the, think there was most of the big bits. Yeah, were, was yeah. in it. And especially, you know, very much telling you what the story was, and it was it was right. It, it was, you know, um, homecoming. I don't mean like that. Like the whole, like <laughs> no, I know. he has the suit, yeah, and then he fucks he, up. He messes up with the the ferry thing, um, and then Tony takes it off him, and then he has his final fight, not in the suit. Like that is the trailer tells us that. And unfortunately, it's right, <laughs> mm. but it's still fine. The, the, it's not. The, it's but it's not done that. so it's well, the, and it also the journey of it all. Isn't I it? love yeah. the one bit which is because you always just see him, and no matter he's not looking at anything ever, but he always manages to fly through, like, swing through the city and swing through everywhere. Yes, brilliant. That one bit when he's like, oh, because yeah, I want to say where it is or what goes his on, web, and, and it's just like, huh, hmm. and then runs. <laughs> those, those touches are just yes. amazing. Yeah, it's just done so well mm-hmm. it's ridiculous and by far one of my most favorite post-credit credit scenes oh yes yeah stay there's two there's two post-credit scenes by the way one in the middle one right at the end stay for the very end one it's just brilliant it's the, the, the thing that i was speaking to mike over it, he went oh we watched the first one i was like did you not see the second one he was like no and i was like how did you not stay for that it was amazing it's literally how like, do you not know to best. stay like post credit scenes ever because it's just so accurate. It's amazing. It's just, just yes. Uh, Everything about yes, it was wonderful. just brilliant. And there's so much I do want to say, but we will have to probably wait till next week or whatnot to 
do it. Yeah. Or we just do a separate thing where we can just go mental about it. Maybe, maybe. I'll, I'll probably go and see it again So uh, before then, so that'll refresh my memory as well. Um, I, I will say, I went to see Baby Driver. Oh, you've been serious? Yeah, good? really, really good as well. Yeah, <laughs> like, to the really point where I think we talked about this a few months ago, Like it's been trailered so much, and when I first saw the trailer, I was just like, I don't know about this. Really not not entirely sure, but you know, there's something about it that just works. I, I went Wright. by the time I went in it, I was quite hyped up at being like, "Yes, this is an Edgar Wright film. This is going to be good," and it is so. Like he's he's always been a very like unique sort of director, always very focused around music and mm. timing and everything, and he's got that weird sort of way he cuts. Yeah, between yeah. between shots and things, and the whole movie's like this, and it's just it, it's brilliant. There's the whole way that you know everything that that Baby is listening to on his iPod is the soundtrack to the movie, and um and a lot of the action is timed to the beat of the music. Like there's a bunch of shootouts, and the gun shots are going to like the beats and stuff, and there's this whole opening sequence which is very very Scott Pilgrim. Um, so maybe very Edgar Wright. Well, so after this, this, it starts off with a, a whole car chase, as you'd expect, and then it's him going to a coffee shop, getting some coffee, and then walking through town, listening to this song, dancing along, you know, swinging around lampposts and stuff. And as you're going through, the the lyrics to the song kind of match what's happening. Mm. So he'll walk past like there'll be a bunch of saxophones playing in the in in the song, and he'll walk past uh, a music shop. Um, or like the lyrics will be spray painting on the wall and things like hmm. that, and it's it's just brilliant, brilliantly done. And even then, I was just like, yeah, this is I'm going to enjoy this. This is yeah. very Edgar Wright. Um, but even the story, just really, really, just good journey. I still really need to. see Yeah, it. I'm I'm happy to go and see it, it again, and for only a fiver, especially you know. Yeah, <laughs> be rude not to mm, But yeah, yeah, I knew I wasn't going to get to go and see it with you because it was closing that up on me going away. So I just thought I'm just going to go. Yeah. Uh, uh, but speaking of going, shall we? Like, go see it. Now. Go, we'll finish. Holy crap! <laughs> Did not realise <laughs> that we were that fast. I just yeah. been so interested in this yeah. entire podcast. Oh wow! So, so that's been nice. Mm, it has been lovely. Yeah, and uh, and I hear your uh, your new podcast got posted, Reg. It did indeed. So yeah. yes, yeah. it is now active and live, and. I've had quite a few. I've had a, a few. Like, I, I know I need to sort out the intro, <laughs> but I've I've brought my laptop for you to be like Dan. Can you help me? Okay. Just the, the intro right. music bit because it's the the song's so good and I can't edit. Well, I had an idea, but <laughs> right. I had which you could actually maybe help me with this bit. Okay. Um, and I just completely didn't have time, ran out of time for it, so I fade it out, mm. but then never got a chance to put in what I wanted to put in. So it sort of like uh, fades okay. out for ages and then I'm like hi and welcome to I'm like ah so I wanted to okay. have like a little snippet of something not from in the pod but something like just a unique thing to put in the front right and I was going to put like a unique thing in front of everything um each episode was going to be have something new right and then because it was like a right shit I need to do it now let's go 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 and then I was like ah and then got so excited I just never got a chance to do that bit and I was like ah oh. listening back it's like no 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 Oh, and like no, I needed to like have that thing inside it before it okay. kicks back in again and goes and yeah, it's weird. I'm sorry for bursting your eardrums, by the way, if you listen to this one. <laughs> I just scream it. 
Well, but I'm excited, and I listened back to it, and I know this is big-headed, but damn, it was funny, and it was good, and it was just... <laughs> I, it's, it's been like seven months since since like I did it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. So it was literally seven months, January the 21st is when, oh, when wow. we recorded it, so wow. there was bits where I listened, I was like... Oh, because I'm like, the one I'm looking forward to is like Resident Evil 7. Is it going to be so good? And now like, I'm playing it in VR and shit myself. But so I was, I was right <laughs> yeah, in yeah, that yeah. aspect. But then there's certain things where we're like, we'd, we'd, we'd just talk about like Sid from Final Fantasy, like just in general. And yeah. he's saying that he's like the master of disguise. Like yes. he's the best super spy the secret beard. agent ever. Mm-hmm. And like to me, I, like, I, was, <laughs> I was laughing at that bit and <laughs> listening to it, I'm laughing, I'm talking about it now. I still that's so funny and it's ridiculous and the next one's got something even better in it and I just can't wait okay. and that, that'll be up before you listen to this anyway so if you're listening to this and you didn't know I'm hopefully going to get Steve to post it on its own show yes tomorrow um, but listen to SideQuest Activated it's going to be awesome yeah. for you it's just half an hour to 40 minutes of just gaming gab- gubbins um, not news or anything, just random shit mm. in gaming worlds. Yeah, there'll um, be a, there'll be a topic. Yeah, this this so week's one. So if, when so if you've got a topic, will be, you want ready to talk about, then hit us up on it. Yeah, because yeah. this week's one is overhype, um, which is something which relates to everything, mm. um, and especially me because I do hype up a lot of you stuff. Do. Yes. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of that, and just a lot more about Barney. In a hat. I am Barney in a hat. It's this week, Dan. That's finally it's, it's we get this, to find out this what Barney week's Barney in a hat. Again, seven months later. Yeah. <laughs> but next week's one is yeah. going to be fresh. Fresh. So I'm excited. We've decided to keep the other ones as like just in when case. you haven't got them. Okay. Um, like so it. we're going to be recording fresh stuff. Nice. All so right. it's all exciting well. and all brand new. And if you do want to come along, hit us up. We're SQ activated on Twitter, all right? Okay. Um, and SideQuest activated on Facebook. Mm. And I like on our how network. you're not you. You don't personally like your own page as well. No. I was the first person to like it, and I was like, "Why am I the only person? Why are you and Dave not liking your own page?" It's all about those numbers, baby. Don't you don't want to falsify numbers? You cannot. You do like it. I love it. Well, there you go. But I can't love the page. You can only like the page. Okay. Well, just like it. And, and unlike it, and so you can like it again. So it right, gives okay. it double love. I'll, I'll give it a double like. Yep. A double fist. Yep. Right, on that bombshell. Thanks for listening, and we will try and be a bit more regular now, because I don't think anyone's got holidays, because everyone's now skint. Red just spent all his money on PSVRs. I spent all mine on holidays. Mm-hmm. And, um, but on the plus side, we've not missed anything, because my one just got my quest activated true. one replaced. True, true, of, uh, true. Yeah, we're, we're getting later in the week, though, so we need to sort that out. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> are. Thursday. Right. I need to edit. Right, anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. See you.